Jaime Black here at Columbia College Chicago in my Thursday intro to management class. Thursday afternoon, I am here with Colleen Mayers, who spoke in my class yesterday, but a lot of people in this room were not here then, so I'm going to give you kind of a similar intro than I did yesterday. Round two. You've heard. <laughs> um, so Colleen Mayers uh, graduated from Columbia College here in December 2012. During her time here, she worked with music dealers as a creative intern. Um, after graduation, she went to Universal Music Group as a creative assistant, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And prior to that, I mean, most notably, clearly the biggest thing you ever did. Um, she was my producer on my podcast network, Dynasty Podcast, for about a year and a half. She produced a lot of video for me on site at like festivals, different concerts, things like that. So that was kind of how I got to know Colleen. But since then, she has gone on to do actually important work. Um, so after moving to LA and doing time, um, spending time at Universal Music Group, she connected with Chance the Rapper and now is his full-time assistant, kind of day-to-day -day operations manager, really oversees a lot of elements every day full-time for Chance the Rapper, which is a pretty big gig. So I wanted to bring her in here to talk about that because to me, it's really notable that Colleen only graduated about two, three years ago, a little bit, you know, somewhere in that range, and is already going and doing really big work outside of Chicago with really large Chicago talent that is obviously broken out of the city. So let's kind of start at the beginning. I know you gave us some of this yesterday, but I'm going to try to take us down some different questions today so you're not yeah. bored of the same conversation. But let's start at the beginning. How did you first get involved with music work? When did that happen for you? Well, the first, first ever thing I did was I went to the Metro, walked up there, um, and I basically just asked them, to, I think I emailed actually, it makes it sound more badass if I just like showed up at the door. Just walked in. And I just like, like stormed in. Yeah. yeah, no, I think I sent an email actually. Um, and just asked to be on their street team. Um, they had like, a, I, I mean, I think they still do have a group of kids that just, um, you know, you go like once a week, pick up flyers for their shows and then you go all over the city to different shows and just pass them out. Um, so I did that for a while, over a year, um, my freshman year at Columbia. And then I got involved with student programming board here and started doing um, a lot of different stuff with them, the open mic stuff, um, manifest, basically anything I could really get my hands on. Um, I did that. I started with you doing video stuff. Um, kind of just like touched in music different ways. Um, I was doing video for you. I was doing the Metro thing. I was doing the Columbia thing. Um, I also got a job here in the Office of Special Events. And so I did even more like concert stuff. Um, and then I interned at Music Dealers, which was really cool. And for anyone who doesn't know, we should, we should preface Music Dealers, if you're not familiar, and I think we talked about it in this class a little bit prior, Music Dealers is an enormous music licensing company based out of Chicago. They have offices around the world, and they're the kind of company that, like, if you're watching a movie trailer, a commercial, a TV show, and you hear a popular song, they're not the only company that does it, but they're one of the companies that finds artists for those songs. If there's, you know, like a movie trailer, and they're like, hey, we need something really upbeat, like we kind of want, like, a Kanye West track or, like, a Diplo track or whatever, they're the ones who look for something that would fit. So you were interning with Music Dealers which is what they are. So, yeah. Go on. Yeah, so that that was really cool. Um, really good experience. And that was kind of my last semester here. I finished here. I was a music business student. Um, am I quiet? No, you're okay. It's like, wah. 
Um, <laughs> I, yeah, graduated in December of 2012, and I kind of always knew I wanted to, like, work in music. Um, I just didn't really know how. And, um, yeah, I, like I said, I studied music business here. I kind of did all those little things to prepare myself for when I left. And then after I graduated, I wanted to go big time and move to LA, uh, which I did. And I got hired at Universal Music Publishing and worked there in the A&R department. They call it the creative department now, um, but worked there for about a year and then had known Chance through um, a mutual friend and then also having him come here for Manifest. Um, I was involved with that and I was good friends with some of the kids these days, guys. Um, And so just kind of kept seeing him around. We kept running into each other. Started to get weird how much we saw each other not in Chicago. Um, and eventually I was, I kind of just posed the question like, hey, do you need any help? Um, I know you're, you know, you're staying independent. And uh, Chance and his manager, Pat, were like, yeah, we could, we could kind of use somebody to, uh, to help us like every day pretty much. Um, and that was that was uh, a year and a half ago, really. And then I've been with him full time for just about a year um, this month. Yeah. So that's crazy because you just described so much experience in a relatively in a short time. Quick time. And it's worth noting that, like, when you came to Columbia College, you came from, I think, a small town in Wisconsin. I came right? from Wisconsin. Yeah. Hip hop mecca. Right. Hip-hop mecca was kind of, You didn't have, like, an uncle at Interscope Records. You didn't no. know someone at Warner Brothers. You didn't have any sort of connection. You just kind of opened up these opportunities yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's what's cool. Is, and what's cool about Columbia and Chicago in general, because um, I also looked at going to NYU, and um, Chicago just, to me, is kind of, like, an awesome, like, incubator for young people, really, all kinds of young creatives. Because I think you can make mistakes here, you can fail at things, and still kind of keep going. People will give you second chances. So, yeah, I, I definitely was not, like, I played sports in high school. Like, I wasn't, I ha- always had an interest. Like, I totally went to Warp Tour. I totally did all kinds of, you know, cool stuff like that. But um, experience-wise, I was, like, a infant. Right. I came in here knowing zero. And, you know, you mentioned like this is a good place to fail. And I think that for a lot of people, there's this like really negative connotation of failing, but failing early is really, really valuable, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Um, I've failed uh, many, many times. Um, I know like we talked about yesterday, I had, I've actually like managed two other artists who no longer make music, um, still love them, but wasn't the right thing. I thought it was my big time, big time shot when it was happening, but not so. Uh, I also like made hats and sold hats with my roommate, had a little company for a while. Um, I DJed for like three years. Um, and all those things have like, since, you know, I don't do them anymore. Um, so they kind of failed, I guess. But I think that's important because you got to like go through shit to get better, you know? Right. I mean, nobody starts out as like Kanye West or Oprah. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Um, something else you brought up. I mean, you're, you did a number of internships, music dealers, working with me, working with like a lot of places around the city metro. And I know that like in college right now, there's the debate about like, are internships worth it? Are they not worth it? Should you give your time away for free? Is the experience mm-hmm. the value? Like, where do you fall on that side of the debate? Um, I mean, I would have loved to get paid. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, 
But I think, you know, there is something to be said for, like, paying your dues or whatever. Um, But I think what's cool is, like, nowadays you can kind of find what dues fit for you, you know? Um, Like, it wasn't like I was having to, like, go get coffees and go to the post office for some, like, big A&R and not learn anything. You know, I, I, I found music dealers. They didn't, like, come after me for an internship. So... I knew that was kind of somewhere that, like, I felt like I could thrive and was worth giving my time to. Um, so I think that's kind of what you got to find. You're definitely going to have to give your time away for free because that's just how the nature of society is right now for someone who's, like, under 25. Um, but I can tell you that when you do give it for free, you do see it return to you. I'm, like, employed in the music industry, which is an awesome thing to be able to say coming out of here. So. Yeah. I succeeded in that way. And you're employed. Let's talk about what you do with Chance. So you're employed at Chance. You work with Chance full time. Mm -hmm. What goes into your day-to-day? Because I know we talked about this yesterday, and your answer was sort of everything. But how do you operate in a job where it's not not a 9 to 5, it's not the same thing every day? Yeah. I imagine that every day it's a different kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I work every day, which is different than most jobs, I guess. Um, But... Yeah, every day is totally different whether, like, you know, it kind of depends, obviously, if we're here, if we're touring, if we're in L.A. recording, um, whatever it might be. Um, But, yeah, I kind of handle everything like you would think of on, like, a day-to-day level. So scheduling, studio time, I run, um, like, our expenses, kind of a little bit of everything, which is cool. Um, We're doing a lot of community stuff now, so I do booking with that and kind of making sure all of our ducks are in a row. But, yeah, every day is totally different. And Chance is, like, really fun. So we do all kinds of, like, you know, one day we literally might just do fun stuff, like right. go to a go-kart park. or you said Whirly Ball, I think. Whirly, oh, we're huge Whirly Ball enthusiasts. Yeah. Huge. Shout out to Whirly Ball. Still trying to make that happen. <laughs> so, um, so how do you prepare for something like that? Like, you obviously had a lot of you experience. Don't. You know, on the internship side and and here at Columbia. But at the same time, how do you prepare for not knowing what, like, you don't know what your job is going to be with him a year from now because he might be doing something even bigger. Yeah. Well, I think, and part of that comes with the fact that he's independent. So that's kind of cool. But it also creates a huge question mark of like, what does the future look like? Because there's no... There's no, like, group of guys at a label that's like, you need to do this in March, and you need to tour here in April, and, you know, there's none of that. It's just us. You guys are making Um, it up. Not, like, making it up, but you're making your own decisions. Yeah, yeah. No, I would say we're definitely kind of, like, making it up as we go, but more... Like, we like to think of it as, like, killing it as we go, you know? like <laughs> It's a way better way to look at it. Yeah. We're killing it as we go. Yeah, but yeah. it's definitely a, like, you know, uh, a sort of uncharted territory, which is, I think, the coolest part about working for Chance specifically. Um, because I went from, like, one extreme, which was the corporate label thing, to someone who, like, doesn't fuck with labels, to put it, like, super blunt. IDFWU. Right, yeah, seriously. Um, that, that, you know, like, that's, but that's kind of the cool part about it, I think, is, like, it is just one big adventure, and we're on it. Now, talk about your time at Columbia, because you were really involved with a lot of the programs here at Columbia, and again, like, what made you gravitate towards, like, SPB and, and um, and, and like manifest in these kind of things. Yeah, I mean, I just always loved concerts. I remember my, uh, f- 
I think it was like my 12th birthday. The only thing I wanted was to go see Bon Jovi. And don't we all? But like, this was like not, this is like, you know, Bon Jovi, like obviously not in his heyday. Like, I'm 23, so this was like Bon Jovi in like, you know, 2004 or something. <laughs> Um, so it wasn't like, you know, he was super cracking, but for some reason I really wanted to go. And that was like my first arena show. And I was kind of like, this is so cool. Um, and so I've just always loved concerts. Like I go to concerts by myself, like it's just, I don't know. It's something I love doing. Um, so that kind of, when I, I was kind of like, okay, who puts on the concerts at this school, especially cause we're, you know, an art school, um, and should be having like crazy concerts. So I was like, who does that? And someone told me student programming board. And I was like, all right, I'm going to infiltrate. <laughs> and infiltrate I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's worth noting that the manifest that you helped put together, that you helped book Chance for, was so crowded and so full that I couldn't find parking to attend. I wasn't an instructor here yet, but I like knew, or maybe, no, I don't think I taught here yet. But I knew it was happening. I knew you were there. Mm -hmm. I knew people who were involved. And I wanted to go check it out, and I couldn't find parking. When I say I couldn't find parking, I couldn't find parking in the lots either. Like, the paid parking was full. There was no place to park because there were so many people at that manifest. Yeah, and I'm it driving was... around and just seeing people spilling out of it. Yeah, it was, uh, like I said, I think they had, like, there were 5,000 kids there, and they were not prepared. In a little tent. Yeah. And I said this yesterday, too, but, like, y'all have seen Columbia Security. Like, they're not exactly, you know... Equipped buff. For <laughs> They're like some of them are like eighty, but so no, they were Columbia they were like security. they didn't know what to do. They were just like, oh my god, there's like five thousand kids everywhere. What do we, you know? Yeah. So yeah, we got the Chicago police there, which was a success in my mind, um, and it was super cracking. That's it was just great. Like, the, like Chance also headlined the City of Chicago showcase, um, mm -hmm. Chicago made with with Chew Chicago mm -hmm. and D Case last. Uh, last spring mm -hmm. at South by Southwest, and that also got shut down by the police. Yep, yep. We've had a few. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we see that as like, all right, we've done our job. Yeah. We've turned up enough to turn down. <laughs> so when you were here at Columbia, like, you were obviously involved in the programs and the organizations. What, what else were you doing with, like, the school, the classes here? Kind of how were you utilizing your time here? Because even though you didn't know you'd be working with Chance... I'm sure you knew, you knew you'd be doing something. Yeah, I definitely, like, I mean, my dream for a while was, like, to to work at a label, you know, to, like, go, which I think is a lot of people, um, you know, that's why you come here and study music business, because you want to go work in the music business, and a big place of that is a label. So I kind of, like, knew to prepare for that. So I just kind of, in the, the curriculum's, like, different now, which I think is really cool. Um, I kind of got to hear about the new stuff. But I kind of just, like picked and choose, you know, like what I thought would be most helpful, but really it was what I, what was I interested in? Because I knew that coming out of school, if I got a job doing something I hated, like my life would suck. So I was <laughs> like, okay, I got to find something that I really like. And I, so I gravitated more towards the like live and performing arts management classes, even though I was a music business major, I knew I wanted to work with artists. So I took like a intro to recording class, but I also just wanted to be like, you know, I think it's important to go to college and, like, experience it all. So, like, I took photography here. Um, I took yoga, which was, like, the most expensive yoga class wow. you could ever take. But I imagine, <laughs> Not like... Not recommend that. But it was fun. It was great. And also, I think being in college, like, you don't realize it when you're in it, but it gives you an understanding of the college market, which yeah. is really important to what you guys do, right? Yeah. We just finished a seven-week college tour. Um 
and it was cool. You know, I definitely, it, it was kind of like, so I obviously had gone to college and had finished, but for Chance and a bunch of the guys, like, that was their college experience was kind of this tour. Um, so it was really fun. And yeah, it was, it was cool to, to go to like college house parties and <laughs> kind of like tap into that, that whole thing. Um, but one thing we did like on a business kind of side of that, um, that was really successful was, um, I don't know who originally came up with the idea. It might've been Pat or Chance, but we made a different t-shirt for every college that we went to. So there were like 23 different, I thought I might actually, I was wearing one earlier today. Um, but it was like 23 different shirts you could buy. Um, and we sold them like at every obviously like respective college. And that was so huge. Like we, I mean, we made great money off that. Um, and it was a cool idea. Like no one had done that, you know, like no one had wants a personalized piece of memorabilia. Yeah. We had an artist hand draw every kind of like redo every logo. So it was like parody. So we weren't getting sued. Um, but (laughs) yeah, that was something that, you know, it's kind of like coming up with new ideas to, to shake the whole thing up. Now, when you left Columbia, before you knew you were going to work with Chance, you moved to L.A., and I, I know that that's something that a lot of students consider, like moving to L.A., moving mm-hmm. to New York. What was it like moving to a city where maybe you didn't know nobody, but you didn't know a ton of people? You know, you were leaving the safety of the Midwest where you know people here, your family's mm-hmm. a couple hours away, and, you know, so you're, you're basically moving to a new strange city. Like, what was that like before you had the, the security of the Chance gig? It was definitely a little risky um, looking back because I just, like, went out there. You know, I knew, like, a couple Columbia graduates that were out there working, one at ASCAP, and then I eventually met some more. Um, But, yeah, it was – I don't know. I think it's really cool to, like, move. I don't know. Like, how many of you guys are not from Chicago? Yeah, it's almost everybody. Are you not glad you, like, left wherever you were to come here? Even if you plan on going back, like – it was a good decision, <laughs> She's right? Shaking like, her head like, no, not going back. <laughs> no, yeah, like I'll never go back to Wisconsin for sure. But I think it's like it's really crucial, and, and you just become a better person, like putting yourself in new experiences and kind of having to fight your way to make it. Um, and what's nice though is Columbia is kind of like uh, has a safety net, especially in LA and New York. So like when I went out there, I didn't have a job. I had a little bit of money that I had saved, like my last year working. I had a car and I had a roommate and that was about it. Um, But I found Columbia people and eventually how I got into Universal was the faculty advisor that had run SPV when I was here had dated a girl at Columbia when he was at Columbia who was now an assistant at Universal and knew that they were looking for someone. He knew I was looking for a job and it was like that was the connection. So it's, it's, I think Chicago is just like the best place to start. And then if you want to move out of here, it's totally possible. It's going to take working for Katy Perry to get me out of Chicago. <laughs> but I, think I would totally really work advice. for Katy Perry. Yeah. Sorry, Chance. So let's talk about networking. You know, when we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but networking is really important. And also I think carries this stigma around that word. But we talked about why it's important to, to get to know your community, your peers, the people around you in your college, like the people mm-hmm. in your industry. Because if you go to a new city, you know, like like the people who are in this class together right now, if you guys go into your respective fields, if you really like pursue that outside of college, you're going to see your classmates again. You're going to see people you met from Columbia. You guys will run into each other again, you know. So why was that 
how did you kind of build up the network that you had accumulated? Yeah, well, I think it's, it is kind of like a weird word and we hear it so much like network, network, network. Um, but I think it's, it's really, it's about what networking means, which is meeting people, um, because that's how you're going to get to different places. Um, I think, yeah, it, it was like, like I was never the business card pusher person, but I like to make friends. I like to talk to people. So I just kind of, you know, put myself in situations where I was doing something I love doing, like concerts, for example, and then meeting people like the guys and kids these days and like other just other different groups that were performing um, in Chicago. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. The, the, the networking thing I'm still trying to figure out because it's still something I'm like expected to do on a daily basis um, to kind of especially being independent we make our own introductions. So yeah, it's, it's obviously like super important, but I think when I was here, it was more important to connect with people in my community and who are my age than like trying to hit up the CEO of music dealers or like I got the music dealers internship because I knew someone here at Columbia who had previously interned there and now worked there. So like the, I think the, the bottom line is that your classmates and if you include yourself in that, are going to be successful. It's so, yeah, yeah. So, like, use them. Like, I know I said yesterday, um, one of the guys I met here just got nominated for a Grammy. Another one is Big Sean's creative director now. Um, and these are people that, like, I went to school with here. And I now count, you know, I, I have their numbers because we met, like, five years ago. And when I see them at a festival or whatever, if we need to do work, I need someone's phone number. Um, like, I'm pretty sure we got into... One, I've seen Kanye like three times, but I think one time we got in because like I texted an old friend here who happened to now be someone's assistant and we got in like, though that's going to happen because that's Columbia. I think that's what's cool about it is, you know, everyone's passionate about what they want to do. And and when you leave here, even if you don't finish here or whatever, um, the people you've met here are like going to be successful. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see people. And the other thing I think that's important to keep in mind, and by the way, remind me once the mics are off to tell you my story about getting into the Kanye show at South by last year. It is my <laughs> oh, yeah, story. you did get in. Yeah. I forgot about that. And it was pretty amazing how I did it. It was <laughs> maybe not on the level, but whatever. Something that's really important to keep in mind, too, with, like, building your network is it's a really small community in the arts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. everybody really knows everybody. Chicago's an extremely small city when it comes to the industry and the culture, and even, I think branching out into New York and L.A. now mm-hmm. because of social media, people talk. People know each oh, other. Yeah. Your reputation yeah. carries, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and people will, like, genuinely look out for you if if in this most selfish of way to help themselves. Like, if I hear from someone I went to school with here or, like, a friend that I, you know, a, an acquaintance, whatever, that I respect and like, and they tell me, like, hey, this person's looking for work or whatever, if I hear of something, like, I'm going to pass it on because... I want the people I work with to be working with good people. And that kind of like carries over. So yeah, I think like your attitude and all that is just super important because it is, it is small and you want to like, once you're in, you want to stay in, you know? And I think the best way to do that is to take care of people because you might be like, look at Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was huge and now she's kind of not. And I'm not trying to pick on Lady Gaga. Right. (laughs) But it's like, you don't know how things will change going forward. So you could be huge one day 
And then six months, two years later, you might need to ask people for favors. And if you treat everybody like shit when you're on top, no one will give you a hand when you need it. Yeah. You know? No, it's it's super true. And people get promotions. Like, yeah. you don't, like, you, don't know you never know. No. And I, I've definitely had to call in those favors, and it's great. Well, I mean, like, looking at you, it's like I met you before I taught here. I was being brought in to speak in classes and, like, help, you know, grade and judge people's um, final projects and, like, management classes as, like, a guest evaluator. And you presented your artist management project. And, like, from the moment I saw you present... I knew you had a lot of confidence. I knew you were really savvy. I knew you were very creative and I knew you were going to go do stuff, you know? So I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to have this person help me. I need to have them intern for me. I need to get to know them because they're going to go do big stuff. Like I want to spend time getting to know this person while they're still at the level where I can be like, hey, come help me with video. I did not know when I was sitting there watching you present that you were going to go be Chance, the rapper's <laughs> assistant. I didn't either. Yeah. I would have never change. thought. People yeah. move into different positions. So it's really yeah. important to take care of the people around you. Yeah, definitely. What would you say, because we're going to open it up to the class now um, in just a moment, but what would you say, I guess, are some of the most important, I don't know, lessons you've learned or strategies you utilize every day, just some of the most important ways you carry yourself to make sure that you're able to keep operating at the level that you are because you get to you're you have a really good life right now that you're really in love with so how do you take care of that and make sure that you can keep that going forward um i get eight hours of sleep every night <laughs> no i'm just kidding that's a I, mean, I was gonna say that's not true. i don't um i try no i mean i think being here totally prepared me not like completely but assisted in the process for sure um, and I know like being here sometimes, like I was like, this is crazy. Like Columbia blows. <laughs> but then like once I left, I was like, okay, no, that was probably the best way I could have spent those three and a half years was, you know, being immersed in if, if not only like the classroom, but like the, the community of Chicago and in the community that is like the live music here and stuff. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I, I mean, I, definitely like would go back and take other classes and kind of like try and learn more while I had like free time to learn basically because once you get out it's like you're expected to make money and do all these things yeah yeah and while I was here I was like you know doing my thing um not not learning as much as I possibly could but um lessons that's a tricky question I don't know I'm only 23 I feel like I haven't learned all my all no. my Dude, I'm, I'm stuff yet. Three this year, but I have not learned all my lessons. I'm still yeah. learning so much every day. I think just get involved is like the biggest thing, and yeah. like like get involved like now or yesterday. Um, you don't have in to whatever wait until it is. Graduate. No, don't wait until you graduate, or you'll totally be behind. Like there's, and it doesn't matter what it is. Like I did all kinds of different stuff. Like I said, I was doing video for you. And that eventually led me to doing video for Grammy U at Lollapalooza. I mean, I guess it's like hustling, but it, that that's kind of the most important, I think, is just put yourself in situations where you're going to be successful. Yeah. I think that's a good way to, to close out this section. Yeah, sort of, to be honest. I mean, I, I like when I had, I think there was like three or four, maybe like three that I had like that I wanted, right? Which... It sometimes you can like, I mean, definitely find places you're interested in. So like I was interested in music supervision at the time, which is kind of why I picked music dealers, but then like go to their website, see if they have, I mean, I literally applied for that one via their like internship link. 
but definitely like make you know start and start now like even if you don't want an internship right now or you might not want one for like a year or whatever just make a list of companies that you would want to work for or think you could learn something at and then just apply you know just and, and like definitely hound them like I didn't hear back and I emailed the HR guy and I still didn't hear back. And then I emailed again. And he was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Come on in for an interview. And then I got it. So don't be afraid to, like, reach out. Like, literally, like, put yourself out there. Because if you're if someone's going to say no, now is a great time. Because you don't, like, you haven't paid anything. Yeah, like, you know, it's not like they were like, okay, I'm going to give you this if you do this. You know, it's it's there's not a lot at stake, really, which is cool. Like, that's kind of the best thing about college, I think, is that you just are here to learn. And that's what those internships and stuff are for. But yeah, I would say like, I mean, literally what I did was like make a list of the places in Chicago I would want to intern it at, hit them all up, kept hitting them up, um, feel like you're being annoying because that's that's how it kind of it happens. It's better than being too quiet. And by I'm the trying way- to think of my other friends too that like kind of have done the same thing. And I think that's what we all did was just kind of like found the ones we wanted and yeah, just like go after it and tell them why you should be there. You have to be persistent. And by the way, I didn't even say the question. It was uh, how do you basically, how do you get an internship? But, uh, but yeah. And I mean, that's all really good advice. I did a ton of internships for like years, years and years and years. And I was pretty borderline annoying in trying to get them, but I really wanted to get experience and I really wanted to be able to go do the things that I did in like radio and, journalism and event production and stuff like that so I was just and even now like I've been doing I've been doing media work in the city now for 17 years and I go out almost every single night not like to house parties to turn up but I go out to like a lot of different like industry events a lot of like conferences a lot of meetups like all those kind of things because it's still just as important today as when I was like 15 to be out in front of people I can't just sit at home and take it for granted that like oh, yeah, people know where I am. You know, I have to go out every single day and be in front of people just yeah. to stay in the conversation. Yeah. Cool. Did anybody study different majors and now they're doing bigger things with it? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, I mean, definitely. I know, like, actually the other girl that I worked with at Universal, like, she went to school for something not, I mean, it wasn't, like, music business. I have a couple friends, this is kind of, like, not to the point, but I have a couple friends that dropped out of here that are now doing amazing. Um, Not to say you should do that. (laughs) Shout out graduating. Right. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I think this is, like, a tool, you know, like, college is a tool to just kind of get as much as you possibly can out of it. Um, and you're only going to get out of it, like what you want to put into it, which sounds so like mom talk, but I give, I saw those kids. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's, there's totally kids that I went to school with that are doing nothing with their life. Like, and it's, it's kind of sad because it's like, you know, we were sitting here like this, like we were all in the same classes. We were doing the same stuff, but at the same time that, that was the difference. We weren't doing the same stuff. Like, They, you know, if you're not out there trying to go after it, you know, it's totally not going to come to you. Um, And I think especially like it's scary when you leave college because it's like the job thing is insane. And everyone's like, you're not going to get a job. And it's so scary. And it is like I'm not going to be like it's not scary because I was unemployed for like three months um, right like after I graduated. But that's where all of the stuff that you want to try and learn now 
you can like stand on, you know, like I had a good resume because I had put in the time and stuff when I was here. And so, yeah, I mean, I think like back to what you're saying, I think it's really just, I, we talked about this yesterday too. When you do go to get hired nowadays, there's so many people that went to college. There's so many people, like everyone knows how to use Microsoft Excel. Like, Every you know, there's there's no like the skills part of it. Yeah, the skills part of it is going to be pretty much like straight across the board. Like when I went in for interviews, I did like three interviews, I think, for Universal. Not one time were they like, so copyright law, can you tell us what this means? Or like, you know, like uh, in a deal, what percentage Uh like none of that is talked about. They were literally just like, who are you as a person? Do you fit in our culture? Um, so I don't even think they knew necessarily what my major meant. I think they knew I, I had some experience with like, you know, publishing and whatever, um, stuff I learned here, but it was really more so about like, oh, wow, you've done all this other stuff. You have a website. That was like a quarter of the reason I got hired. I swear it was like, I had my own website, which seems so like, and it was like a real website. I mean, yeah, but it wasn't like, like I made it. It wasn't like I like, you know, I mean, it was real, like it, it, but it wasn't, you know. It was a real enough website though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, I like, again, that goes to like the fake it till you make it thing. Like, but that was part of why I got hired, they said. So yeah, I think honestly, whatever you're studying, um, as long as it's something you're passionate about and you feel like you will be able to utilize and whatever that is that you want to do, I think, you know, it's, it's so much more about your attitude and about just like getting other skills and bringing those to the table. And that's, that's how I got my job. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you bring from like the big corporate label world to working with chance in such an independent capacity? Yeah. I I mean, I think it was, it was super cool because I got like the inside scoop for a short period of time, but enough that I got, you know, I kind of like, I mean, it's a machine and that's the, like the best way to put it. But also then when you're inside, you get to see, how the machine works. Um, so I knew I left knowing like what they place importance on in terms of like sales and spins and you know, what kind of songs, how they look at songs, how they look at signing people. You know, it was kind of like a, it's weird now. Cause I'm kind of, it's almost like I like, what is that? Is, is it called like when you like the like defect yeah. You know, like North Korea, like if yeah. you like leave North Korea and go like somewhere else. Um, yeah, it, that, you know, I like got this inside peak and then kind of dipped out. Um, but I totally use that stuff uh, like all the time. Just knowing because since they were, I mean, are one of the big three, that's kind of what is operating this whole thing in our climate right now. So I know like what they're looking for. And, and like I said, like what they place importance on. And if we ever do want to go to a publisher for a deal, we're going to get the best deal possible because you know I know what exactly yeah. what they, yeah, I know what they have. You've and seen I, all their cards, man. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's important too is, was knowing what they have because that's how they get artists is like they show them this like beautiful buffet of like, oh, we can do all of these things for you and here's a million dollars and like, what else do you and want? a lot of shelved albums from artists that were told the exact yeah, same Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah, like knowing that that's all like plastic fruit and like a fake turkey on their like buffet table, like, and, and not, not totally, like there's some good food on there. Um, they can definitely do some things um, that, 
you know, we can't do by ourselves right now, especially internationally, because these are companies that have been set up with an infrastructure that's like amazing throughout the world. But yeah, it, it was cool. Like I got kind of the secrets of the, that industry and, uh, I love the independent thing though. Like I couldn't, you couldn't get me back in universal. Not yet. Uh, maybe someday, but not, not now. Um, because we just, no one can tell us what to do, which is the coolest thing when you're in your twenties, especially like it's also, no I mean, one it's can tell us what to do. Forever, yeah, no, honestly. totally. I like, mean, like there's no one calling us like you guys need to put out this or, you know, you, we need you to shoot this video with so-and-so or you need to whatever. Like it's literally like. Well, you guys are operating on such a different model. You like, you look at what, you know, everybody knows the normal model. Like, you put out the album, you put out the single beforehand, there's the three singles after, the videos, the tour, blah, blah. And, like, you guys are putting out, like, mixtapes on SoundCloud and other platforms like that. And then there's, like, a break. And then, like, Chance is dropping these songs with, like, social experiment instead of just doing more straightforward Chance music. Like, he could totally just be killing the game doing Chance the Rapper acid rap, too. Yeah. Yeah. And instead he's doing like the Arthur theme song, like mm-hmm. putting together like Lion King stuff. It's totally a different thing than what a major label would be putting in place. Yeah. No, for sure. And it's just because we can, because there's no one saying like, you can't put out this, you can't right. drop this. Like you, because that's the thing, like anytime you sign, you got to remember they, they own something of yours, no matter what. Like, so without that, it's like, well, we own everything we do. So he could put out this surf project that they've been working on today, you know, if he wanted to, right. It's not done yet, but, (laughs) but yeah, he could, if he wanted to, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's, I mean, I love it. I think the independent thing, and I think we're only going to see more of that for sure, because if chance can do it, so many other people can do it. They just got to be willing to like, Take that chance. I didn't want to say that. I wanted to figure out another way to say it. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's really what it is. You got to like be willing to set aside the the short-term money for like long-term creative control, really. For longevity. And that's something that doesn't yeah. get talked about. I mean, something I stress a lot in my classes, and if I haven't brought it up in here, we're only in week three, but this is something I really believe in, is that like now we all have these tools that were not available 20 years ago. SoundCloud, Tumblr, Instagram, Twitter, you know, WordPress, things that we take for granted, but that are primarily by and large free or have really Mm -hmm. cheap pay models where you can publish your content. You can like try your hand as a writer or a photographer or a podcaster or a producer or a videographer or a filmmaker. And you can go put these things out in the world and get experience and it costs you almost nothing or sometimes literally nothing. Shoot a video on your phone and you throw it up on YouTube. That's that's data yeah. charges. Right. Yeah. You know, so like now you can be independent, you can cultivate your voice, you can grow your audience. Yeah. All without having to go work for a major media company. Yeah. That's awesome. That I think it's super cool. And it's totally scaring all of these huge companies. Like I've sat with label people and publishing people and they're like, What are you guys doing? Like you're like they don't want to say you're fucking everything up, but they're like, that's what you're they're fucking everything up. Yeah. That's pretty much what's happening. I've been doing this media, this this podcast for 10 years as an independent media operation. And you would not believe the the partners that we're building up this year that I can't announce yet. But, like, the people that are coming to us to, like, create content with them in a really good way, I'm just, like, blown away. I'm like, this is, like, I mean, you've seen the workings of mm-hmm. it. It's always, like, a two- or three-person thing tops. Yeah. And the fact that, like, some of these people that I can't name yet are reaching out to us about, like, partnering on content, not owning it, but partnering and co-collaborating and co-creating is, like, 
insane. It, yeah. 15 years ago, we, we would have had to be in like a major market radio station to do these things. So yeah, no, you DIY. can you can do it. That's it. DIY is real yeah. and alive, and you can make good ass money being DIY and do cool stuff. Yeah. All right, so we got another question. Being independent with Chance, is it hard to collaborate with artists that have deals or on major labels are not independent? Yeah, that's another really good question. It actually makes it on our end way easier um, because we can agree or not agree to anything we want. So um, it, it kind of goes both ways. Like it's when so if, if someone like comes to us and or, or we want to work with someone and we reach out to them, honestly, like in this day and age, your name is enough. Like I've hit up some big name people that I've never, I would never thought I'd be emailing and just saying chance the rapper, because we have Google, like they can, you know, they can like look up all this stuff. Um, if they don't know, they're like, yeah, sure. You know, like if, if the artist like genuinely wants to do it, it's pretty easy. Um, you know, you go to his Twitter or whatever and you see has like almost a million followers. It's like, okay, he must do something, you know, like we're kind of like validated in the new way, which I think is like via social media, via downloads, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like logistically is where it gets complicated. Like right now for, for this project that's coming out, we're in the process of clearing a bunch of stuff from major artists. And while it's easy for us to do, because we don't have to check in with a label or a publisher and be like, Hey, is it cool if we take this percentage? Like, and they'll, they'll be like, no, 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 you need this much or whatever. We have to deal with that with them. And so it's always frustrating for us because we're like, come on. Like, if you were like us, you could just say yes. Like, whoever you are, you know, like, it it, it would just be easier, you know. They don't, but they have to worry about someone else owns what they do. So I think that's the biggest struggle is, like, a lot of times it's easy, easy for us. I mean, and when Chance does a feature or whatever, like, he did the Justin Bieber thing, like, that was, like, negotiated between him, his manager, his lawyer, and Bieber's army. (laughs) Like, I don't even know who all makes up that thing. But, yeah, there wasn't, you know, it's like we can do whatever we want. But in terms of, yeah, getting people, like, actually in the room, it's cool because now there's the Internet. So it's like, you know, people can find us. Um, People have reached out to us. And then chance is like a huge dreamer so we go after everyone we possibly can and honestly there's been very few people that have turned us down knowing we're independent you know like we it's almost like you don't need that cosign anymore the internet can kind of cosign you yeah yeah Yeah, the the people equalizer it really is and i mean the fact that like you guys can do the fact that you graduated like two years ago Chance is 21 years old and you guys, you know, your team has put together a song with Madonna is like staggering when you take a step back and look at the logistics of that. Like that is, I'm sure it's easy to get lost in the day to day. That's mind blowing. Madonna is fucking huge. And she might not hold the same like yeah. kind of dominance that she did in her heyday. But, but she's Madonna. One of the largest yeah. living recording artists on earth still ultimately. Yeah. No, so that's totally. crazy. Yeah, it All is. Right. We got another one. What was it like working with Gambino? The one on favorite song or when Chance did, oh, Worst Guys? Um, that will, so they like finished that, I think, right as I was kind of like coming in. Um, like I know they shot the video. I wasn't there for the video. But they've known each other for a long, for a long time. Like Donald was the first kind of tour 
Chance went on as like direct support was um, was with Donald. So they've known each other for a long time and just have always liked each other, you know, just like as as people in general and then therefore have made music since. Um, but they kind of go back and forth, which I think is cool on on each other's projects. And there's the Chicago connection, too, with like. Stefan Ponce, who works yeah. a lot with with uh, Donald, and yeah, yeah, it it kind of just became like a little, you know, like circle of friends, sort of. So yeah, like and and his management, his team is awesome. Um, so we've all just kind of become friends, and it's like you once you get inside of it, you realize how much of all of music is like a favors game, and you know if there's not money involved, you're swapping. You know, it's like a barter system, really. So that's what's kind of cool is, like, when you have good relationships with people, it's not hard to be like, hey, jump on my my album. Um, you know, hey, come, and then I'll, I'll go on yours when you want me to. And that happens all the time. You're like, coming and speaking in these classes. Like, by the way, no one visits classes two days in a row to do, like, a 90-minute interview in each. Like, that's huge. That's enormous. And I'm so indebted. I'm expecting checks. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> that's what that... No, I'm hoping Columbia, like, knocks off my... Yeah, this is all my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> knocks off some of my tuition that I owe. Yeah. So... But, I mean, it's, it's huge. Like, it's huge that you're here and doing this, and it's such a solid. It's so cool. It's been fun. This is like... This is like the, the guest spot on the mixtape, you know? Yeah, right? No, I like it. I'm, like, giving you a feature. Uh, yeah, I that's, expect, what I, that's what I was looking Yeah, for. I expect one back in yeah. the future. Hey, you launch a podcast, and is it easier or harder to make money as an independent? In the long run, I think easier. In the short term, probably harder. Because, I mean, literally, like, a label or a publisher will just throw money at you. But you have to remember, 99% of the time, they expect it back. So, like, you can up yourself really quick. Like, it's almost like a get-rich-quick scheme, right? Like, So I see so many artists that, like, that blow are broke. Up. They have all this stuff, <laughs> and then, like, three years later, they're like... Oh my God! Like Scott Stapp from Creed is living out of a hotel. That might be Creed because Creed is Creed. Right. Not <laughs> no offense. Case. Yeah, but um, no. But I mean, that's super real. Like, there's obviously we all know like hella broke artists. But yeah, I think that's that's like the big thing you have to decide, especially as like a manager. And a lot of the deals Chance got, you know, like our offers for deals before I was even around. Um, but you have to be willing to say no to like these super enticing things that they throw at you and they take you to dinner and like, you know, all these, whatever, fly you out. Um, but that's that short term, but the long term, when you're touring, like, I don't know, exa- I, I don't know exactly how many shows we did last year, but like when you see how much you can gross on a tour and then knowing no one's going to take cuts of that, you know, or you can put out your music and like the label, no label sees a percentage, you know, like, so it's kind of like investing, right? Like in the long run, you could see way more money. Like our merch chance gets all of his merch money, you know? And like, we do all, like a lot of that's done in house too now, which Pat set up like an awesome system and, and built a business around that of like, you know, we like print our own shirts and then we package and, ship them off and do all that ourselves so there's no you know there's no one like reaching into our pockets for what we do we you know we see all of it come back to us it's more sustainable yeah yeah, yeah i think so for no, sure absolutely yeah so yeah uh what was one thing you learned that you use every day and one thing you thought would be important that you don't use at all 
I think some of the most important things I learned here were, like, honestly, I hated accounting, but, like, I did learn some things there that I totally use now, especially being independent. Like, we run our own budgets. You know, we kind of have to, like, figure that shit out on our own. I'm trying to think of something that I thought would be really useful that I'm not. I think it would be, like, learning about all of the, like, traditional record label type stuff. I mean, I think it was good to kind of know going into it, but, like, when they have you do, like, simulations and stuff sort of with, like, artists and, like, how you would record a record and, like, like some a lot of that is, like, dated, you know? Like, even now deals people are getting are different than, like, what I feel like some of what I was taught here, you know? Like, and that's, I think that's just the climate has changed and the people who... Like, I think that's why it would be cool to have you as a teacher because you're actually out there doing it. But a lot of these guys, like, I mean, at least when I was here, like, you know, they might have worked at a label or something, but, like, 15 years ago, or they worked at some, like, a Chicago um, music company or something, but, like, 20 years ago. So I feel like just some of that, like, just the, the, like, traditional way of thinking, I guess, is a better way of saying it. Like, I wish I would have thought more outside the box when I was here. Because now I'm having to do that every day. Because everything is like, we've never done this before. Like, no one's ever done this before. No one's ever given out music for free. Like, what does that mean? Like, if I could have been here and gone through some kind of project or something where I was like, well, my artist is going to drop a free project, and then I'm going to figure out how I'm going to make money other ways to support it, I think that would have been super helpful. Um, Because I know a lot about, like, you know, like, I feel like everyone here learns about, like, what a record deal is and like not in this I don't know class. not no no this We're is in that yeah young internet space here yeah yeah no that's how it should be um yeah I wish I would have learned like done more internet stuff here because that's like where it's at man You're like queen of the internet I'm trying to be the princess <laughs> of the internet no that's that's a dirty title I feel like I don't want to be on the internet that much um I try to keep it low key yeah. but chance puts me on blast sometimes and I get weirdos following yeah, me you have your own fan club <laughs> yeah snapchat fan club yeah awesome so hopefully it's been as cool for you guys as it has been for me i really legitimately cannot thank you enough for coming here two days in a row man that it's is enormous fun. let's give it up colleen maris i'm gonna clap as well <laughs> um it's been great getting to talk to you it's been great hearing you answer questions for the students because again you were sitting in these seats like Two and a half years ago. Yeah. So recently. Like two years. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it for sure. And that's yeah. that's what I want everyone to take from it is like that, you know, you don't have to be in your 30s. You don't have to wait until after you graduate. You can go do awesome shit. Yeah. Like right now. I totally. love it. Man. Yeah. Um, I need to tell you this in front of everybody on the mic. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud Thanks, of like the man. woman you become and the work you're doing and how much you're just kicking ass. So thank you again for being here. I'm super proud to know you and to have you here. For sure. Awesome. Thank you so much.